Welcome to Soaring the Sky Glider Pilots Podcast. Hello, my name is Chuck. I will be your host. This is episode 37. This episode is brought to you by Arizona Soaring Incorporated, the nation's largest provider of professional glider training. Since 1969, they provided training from initial private through CFI glider and entry level through advanced aerobatics, open year-round, seven days a week. More information is available at azsoaring.com. Today on the podcast, we join John Carlo in Rieti, Italy. He will share with us what it's like to fly in that part of the world, as well as how he got started in aviation and why he chose sailplanes overpowered. Also, later on the podcast, we're going to hear from you, the listener. All that right here on Soaring the Sky. John Carlo, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Chuck. I'm happy to be here. So, I started gliding in 1991, many years ago, uh, here in Rieti, Italy, a very beautiful place to fly and also to live, uh, even if I live in Rome. Rome is 80 kilometers uh, from, from here. It's a short travel by car around an hour from my from my house and uh, and I started in this club uh, the, the local club just for accomplishing my passion my great passion I'm I'm not a pilot I'm a, I'm a lawyer so I to I still today also uh, all the time that I can to to come here flying. Since then, I've I've flown uh, not many hours because the first years uh, of flying were uh, con- uh, were put in, in some problem due to my work and due to the to the family I was building. So I fly I I flown just a little for for the first uh, 20 years, maybe uh, almost. And then in the last 10 years, I started flying more seriously and more intensely. And I accumulated now more than around 400 hours of flying, all in gliders. Uh, Wow, that's that's quite a bit of flying. Yeah. And I've flown many two places, to place uh, gliders, the K-21, where I started flying, the K-13, where, where, I, where I did my, my exam and my first flight solo. I've flown uh, DG-500, DG-1000, DG-300, the, the, the Twin Aster, as a twin acro, the the Astier, the mono Astier, but that almost all. <laughs> this is my panel of, of gliders uh, that I've flown. So, did you purchase your own glider yet, or are you flying other gliders no, right now? Uh, no, I um, I purchased my my glider just ten years ago uh, when I decided to to fly more seriously, and this is uh, the is. ASW15, a glider that I really love. Or even if it's not a last shot glider, <laughs> of course, it's 20 
21 uh, will be his uh, 15 uh, 50 birthday birthday because I, it was built in 1971 but I decided to purchase a glider to enhance my my confidence to enhance the possibility to to fly when when I can and also to to be uh, confident in in the behavior of the glider which I'm gliding which I'm flying in uh, you know all in order to go farther rather than the the comfort zone around the, the the airport as far as what I've seen the ASW 15 still is a it's a decent water and actually flies I think over 100 miles an hour yeah but uh, it's um of course uh, as I say you it's not the last shot uh, machine I uh, here in, in reality I believe is the is one of the less perform uh, of the less perform around but um, this is not so important when it comes to respect uh, some uh, some safety parameters uh, as uh, we fly in the mountains so we fly with the 20 ratio uh, to one ratio of confidence around uh, around our landing spots and so if the if weather is good uh, we can uh, the, my glider this kind of glider allows you to climb very well many in many times i i climb in thermals uh, better than than more modern gliders and uh, so of course when i glide uh, through thermals uh, i'm much slower than them but uh, i'm complete to to make some decent distance in, the, in this glider i'm not a great pilot i'm not a, a racing pilot i never race uh, at the moment i don't want to do but i've done some beautiful flights around here it's uh i'm quite satisfied with it can you tell me about the flying in italy where you are as far as what types of soaring you do i, I i'm guessing you get some rich soaring as well as thermals and and maybe some wave too is that correct yeah uh yeah we uh, reality in italy is a is a beautiful place because we we have all kind of, uh, of soaring conditions, uh, of course, in summer, but also in the early season. In, in this season, you can find day which thermals are, are good and uh, allows you to go to have decent uh, heights. Sometimes uh, up until up uh, to up to three um, thousand meters uh, or so in the best days in summer uh, last in um, the two years ago uh, near uh, Rieti with uh, with a friend we were in the two place uh, uh, Astier uh, we made uh, four uh, thousand meters in thermals in blue thermals uh, near l'aquila so uh, this is one of the major feature features but also ridge flying is uh, is practiced here um, mainly with uh, west uh, uh, 
southwest winds that quite quite frequent uh, and is uh, and is uh, enabled by sorry this kind of dynamic soaring is uh, favored by the exposition of the of the ridge that is all uh, toward west, so southwest. So the ridge flying is a combination of uh, uh, thermal flying and uh, and the wind. And the wave in the winter is uh, something that we uh, experience quite frequently. When most in in the months like uh, January, February, this is the uh, where the condition, where the weather conditions, the weather pressure is favorable to to the to the stabilization of the of the wave uh, on here because we have. Uh, a, a range of mountains uh, at the east of the, of the fields uh, that is uh, quite favorable for the establishment of the wave uh, when the winds come, wind comes from from east. So you're uh, obviously at the glider port today. I can hear the yeah, tow yeah. plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Have, have you flown today any? No, today no, because I'm recovering from a shoulder pain uh, that I had in the last few months or so to stop flying for a few months uh, and but I come here just to check my glider to meet friends uh, to and to breathe uh, a beautiful <laughs> and pure air that I can breathe in Rome so Absolutely. I'm here <laughs> so I'm here for, the, for my pleasure today not for flying well, you know, any day at the airport is a good day. That's what I always yeah. say. I agree. I, agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Every time you, you lift off, uh, even if in a day that is not uh, a beautiful day to soar, uh, it's always beautiful when you take off from the, from, from the field. But here, we, this is a grass field, so just the color green with, with the... With the um, we hills uh, and the mountains, uh, the sides of the of the airport uh, are a beautiful sight. Uh, relaxing. What kind of leads me to my next question? So, if you could pick one of your favorite flights that you've been on, whether it be in your ASW fifteen or maybe even in another glider, if you could yeah. pick one out of your logbook, what would be that flight that you would tell us about? Well, I've done many beautiful flights, both in my glider and in other gliders uh, with other pilots, uh, and, and also with, uh, with top pilots, because here we, we find some of the Italian top pilots, and sometimes also world uh, top pilots. But maybe the, fir- the, 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 the my love book is... Uh, is uh, dedicated to the first time that I um, went out my, the, the comfort zone in my airport with my glider, and I reached the high, highest peak uh, here in central Italy, that is Gran Sasso, because it was a, a total surprise for me, and, and some, 
and it was not a planned a planned flight, but uh, came came out from the from a, a mistake that I made uh, going under a cumulus, a cumulus that didn't give me lift. Uh, so I was forced to proceed uh, rather than come back because I had no uh, the, uh, no more the possibility to come back to my field. So I proceeded uh, to another airport uh, near that is Preturo. And uh, there I was preparing to land when I had was luck, lucky to find a, a, a very good thermal that put, put me up to 3,000 uh, 3, meters. And so I, I rela- realized one of my dreams uh, that was to, to reach the, the Grand South. So there I stayed uh, at, the, uh, the, at the base of the clouds uh, for half an hour going south uh, and north uh, before the the chain the the, the chain of the Grand Sasso, and then I re I returned to my to my airport, spending other two hours uh, relaxing in the in the good thermos of the of the evening. But um, it, it's um, it's really my at the moment my best flight, uh, my best loved flight. But I hope to to make more. <laughs> better flights very nice so it kind of puts you in that situation where like you said you couldn't come back so you just made the best of it and wow it turned out to be a very very nice flight yeah 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 it's true it's uh i i didn't expect it and i was a little worried at, at first because uh, it wasn't my intention to to go out but it turned to be a good experience, maybe the crucial experience for me to understand that uh, there is no problem outside the safety uh, cone uh, <laughs> of the airport. Of course, if you are in the safety cone of another airport or of another landable point, uh, and, and you can find uh, thermos also also far from from your home airport, and so. The, this is what we call uh, cross-country fly- flights so, you know, that I, experience, I had already experienced with other pilots um, in, the, in the two places. But being alone and having not planned it uh, was, uh, was a surprise. Uh, I've been glad to have, to have had this, that experience. Yeah, what, what a cool experience. Reaching out beyond our comfort zone sometimes is is tough, but uh, yeah, pushes you to be a better pilot. Yeah, I consider me to be a, a very prudent pilot. I, I fly to have to have fun, to enjoy flying, not to to hurt me and, and make worry make my my relatives worrying of course so i'm very very prudent maybe sometimes i'm too prudent uh, because uh, i know that sometimes i could have gone uh, faster than i've been but that specific day and when you uh, it was was important for me because uh, uh, 
I made a mistake, of course. Uh, well, I, I, I betrayed my usual prudence, uh, but from that day, my, uh, my limits have been uh, a, a little uh, broaded with <laughs> respect to the, the day before. This is uh, important. This is important. And this is the fascination of this kind of flight. If I back up a little bit, what caused you to go into flying gliders rather than maybe flying power? What was your what was your influence that you chose my, gliders? My motivation. I was just talking with uh, about this uh, with a friend five minutes ago, and I I love flying as since I've been a child. There is no reason for this because no. Nor no one of my parents uh, had, had ever flied <laughs> before, and, and ever flied after my my license. Just because I, I looked at the sky, saw the clouds, uh, and wanted to be there. There was a moment in my life when I thought to be uh, to become a military pilot, but that occasion didn't come. So I started flying gliders uh, because it was the kind of license that I could afford on my own. So I didn't ask to anyone to pay for my license. And it was the, um, the cheaper alternative at the moment. Now I'm very, very glad to have taken this, uh, this choice because uh, uh, I've flown sometimes with with motorized airplane, but I find that gliding is uh, extraordinary. Uh, it, it focuses on on your skills and your abilities to to put your limits behind beyond uh, beyond the, the actual ones. This is, and moreover, the fact that you climb uh, uh, climb into the air reach heights or reach distances just with the help of the nature may be historical but it's what drives me to 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 love this kind of flight absolutely the kind of the same thing with me i got into flying gliders because it was an inexpensive way to learn to fly and uh then i ended up falling in love with it and now i prefer gliders over anything else how is the flying in italy are there a lot of glider ports in Italy? Um, how is it for the soaring world? Because I'm not real familiar with it. <laughs> well, uh, there are many airports in Italy. We are not. There are not so many glider pilots in Italy. It's said that we are around uh, one thousand five hundred and two thousand. So it's not so spread as a, as a flying uh, here in Italy the, the most of flying people fly flies uh, light aircraft uh, light aircraft uh, so and uh, paragliders uh, or hang gliders the most of the um, of the flying community in Italy but as when we come to to gliding uh, uh, there are a number of airports, especially in the north of Italy, that is the richest part of Italy. So <laughs> this is, uh, of course, uh, an important factor for for the flying community. And um, and they this mm, these airports uh, fly 
uh, are near to the Alps, so they have, uh, especially in the in the spring, uh, very very favorable conditions for for flying. Here in Italy, flying anyway is uh, is decaying uh, in, the, in the community because uh, there is it's quite difficult to enroll new pilots, uh, young pilots, uh, due to social and economic reasons yeah there's a lot of distractions too like here in the u.s uh getting the young people into aviation there's quite a few young people interested in aviation thankfully but you know you do have those distractions with video games and social media and everything else going on to get the young people more involved in aviation a little more of a challenge but it's that constant uh that constant battle and getting the word out there is why we're doing what we're doing here here on the, on the podcast to get the word out there, get people excited about aviation and soaring. Yeah, it, it's correct because, uh, as you say, there are a lot of alternatives for young people. And one of the, of the features of flying, especially flying with gliders, is that it's a, a subtle feeling. It's not strong. Indeed, if you... Uh, the, the most su- successful gliding flights are the aerobatic ones uh, because it's spectacular, uh, it's adrenalinic, as you, as you know. While the, the adrenaline, the, 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 the fascination of flying uh, in, in gliders uh, to, to make distance flights, is uh, it's less perceivable by by the young, and moreover, it's difficult to see something on TV about uh, about flying and especially about flying gliders. So this is one of the reasons uh, why I think that there are problems here in the young generations. Well. When I say young generation, I must specify that I'm 55, so <laughs> I'm not more younger since a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that, you know, once the young people do come out to the glider port that I've seen, um, once you do get them out there and once they get up in the air and fly, I have not seen one yet that was not excited about it. So I think if you can get them to the airport and get them up in a glider, it does change, and they, they are excited about it. Yes, of course, but it's that step that, that is difficult to, to bring them to the, to the airport because uh, there are so many places that are cooler than, the, than an airport in, in the view of the young people. Uh, this is true. But I, I must tell you something that is strange because, uh, you know, we in Italy have... Um, some high school that are specialized in uh, uh, aviation. Uh, it's called the uh, aviation school. Okay, for the for people that it's not graduated, but it's young. And some day, some years ago, in another club that I was uh, listed, uh, the, the the club of Rome, uh, the city, uh, they had the, the idea to bring all the, um, the students of this uh, high school uh, of aviation uh, of Rome to the, uh, to the airport to uh, fly with glider. 
you can't believe it because the, it they were all boys and some girls that wanted to to work and to live with aviation it was uh, uh, quite bad to to see that a few of them intended to to proceed with the glider license uh, uh, if they could have done it with uh, favorable conditions economic conditions uh, as a as a part of their school program and each one of us uh, <laughs> sold for a long for a long time to this uh, to this uh, uh, situation i can i can explain it <laughs> after many years <laughs> i am not able to explain it so this is one story well the school programs i think is definitely a great idea i've seen a, a few that do some aviation programs and yeah we we definitely need some more of that i think that would help out greatly yeah but i think uh, i've come to to think that uh, love for aviation is like love between person if you are lucky are lucky you find uh, the moment in which you fall in love for aviation and and go on. Uh, maybe it's the, the the problem is to give the the, the the chance to the to young people to I also listen to aviation story, uh, little aviation story, no no necessary big adventures, but little aviation story. So. Maybe they fall in love with, uh, with this beautiful world uh, and sport. Exactly. What advice would you give someone to be how to be a not only a better pilot but also to be a safer pilot? I I don't think that I'm the, in the position to give advice to anyone rather than receive it. But uh, my way to, to try to be a safe pilot is to understand my limits. So uh, my limits have to be uh, over, overpassed, of course, if, if, but it, it must be natural process as I uh, as I told uh, in my adventure uh, maybe the, um, the result of a mistake of course but I was ready naturally I, I knew I was ready uh, because if I didn't knew the if I didn't know these uh, I hadn't uh, dare to to go to that cloud and I wasn't sure that that could give me lift. So I think that maybe the the, the first feature of a safe pilot is uh, to be humble, not to to exceed his or her capacities. Some great advice for sure. There are no Thank old you. old bold pilots, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's said in every part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, this is, uh, John, this is my point. What are your soaring goals for, for the future? Yeah, I'm, I have my um, uh, silver license. Uh, uh, I've earned my silver license after many years from my uh, basic license uh, and now i'm working on my gold uh, gold uh, gold badge what a pity this year that was a, a good season i couldn't fly due to my shoulder 
incapacity but uh, my plannings uh, are now to to reach the gold page uh, this is the and and to do it uh, in a low performance glider in what is now a low performance glider not with the, the high performance gliders that are available uh, here in the field uh, because uh, it's my it's my trying uh, so i want to do this this is my my first goal for the for the next future i hope next year to to work on it and hopefully to succeed in it i'm sure you will do great i wish you the best of luck with that thank you very much Jack. <laughs> i hope so i hope to john carlo thank you for being on the podcast today it's been great to hear from you from italy and great to hear your adventure in soaring and definitely would like to check back with you and see how that's going for the gold and see what else is going on Okay, Chuck, I, I let you know in case uh, I, I will make some progress in this uh, in, in my plan to, to reach the gold page. Thank you for giving me the, the chance to, to be on the podcast. And thank you for listening to another episode here on Soaring the Sky. Some of you have sent us feedback. I greatly appreciate that. Always great to hear from you all. Al from Canada says hello. He is enjoying the podcast. Thank you, Al, for touching base with us. Jackson from Minnesota Soaring says hello. If you want to drop me a line and say hi, love to hear from you. Chuck at SoaringTheSky.com. If you're a pilot and you want to share your soaring adventure, love to hear from you. Drop me a line. Don't be shy. Chuck at SoaringTheSky.com. While you're online, the SSA is always a great place for more soaring information great webinars and of course always a great place to go to find your local club where you can maybe take your first glider ride ssa.org while you're online we are on facebook and instagram both under soaring to sky podcast we hope you join us here next week for another great guest right here on soaring the sky